A-S. Welcome back to Creating Crap with Craig. This is episode two of the Patreon exclusive show. Here we love both alliteration and creation. Uh, I am your host, Craig Johnson. My producer over here is the lovely Logan Adam Schultz. Say hello, hello everybody. Perfect. And my amazing guest, the man with the power to destroy mountains, God himself fears him. I have Tristan Kirschbaum. Thank you. Tristan, <laughs> I'm, I'm humbled. <laughs> I'm terrified of your power. Uh, I'm so happy to have you here, man. This is fucking awesome. Happy to be here. I, I, when I came up with the idea, well, when Logan was just like, "Hey, do you want a show that's called Creating Crap with Craig?" Because I just really like that name, and I was like, "Yeah, actually, mm-hmm. let's let's do that." And <laughs> as I was thinking of it, I was like, I was thinking of all the people I could get on here and. One of the first persons to pop in my mind. I'm like, Damn. I gotta get Tristan on this thing. Thank you, Craig. Most creative boy I could think of is you. Appreciate my, that shit. My sweet child. Thank so. you. <laughs> Thank you so much for being here. Yeah, Real dude. quick, if you're listening to this, that means you are a Patreon subscriber. And thank you for choosing to listen, listen to my stuff. Thank you. That means a lot. Genuinely, it does. It keeps us running here and it keeps us going. And we're gonna go right into this. So, Tristan. Tell me a little about yourself. You are a graduate from the University of Northern Iowa with a BFA, correct? Yes, sir. Perfect. Now, what what was that BFA in? That BFA was in uh, emphasis and painting. Ooh, paint. So, uh, mostly oil, but I've got my hands into some acrylics, watercolor, and other media of that sort. You sound like a serial killer as you're saying <laughs> that. Mostly oil and acrylic. <laughs> I also want to paint a picture really quickly. Because, um, Craig, you brought this up. You look like an artist. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> like, this whatever is an audio you're... show, but you just exude artists. Yeah. Whatever, I... whatever you're imagining right now, that's correct. <laughs> right. Well, like, I wasn't sure if you guys had, like, a video form. So I'm like, I'm not sure how... I should look, but <laughs> <laughs> I'm here. I probably should have told you that this was purely audio, but that's uh, okay. You know, it's all good for now. For now. For now. For now. I might. I might you know, for now. Uh, but yeah. So painting. I mm-hmm. I always ask this with people who like have an emphasis in something, and I'm just like, what made you choose that? I think what made me choose painting was like I'm pretty like multi-skilled and different art materials definitely but i feel like painting has the most leniency with what you can do with it um as far as just the material itself like i feel like if you went into drawing you're kind of limited to things you can draw with but paint is so kind of right you can paint on anything really right and like painting itself is really just drawing with liquidy shit (laughs) that's yep that's what i call it every day i'm like oh i'm not going to paint i'm going to draw with liquid right i 
could never get into painting. I don't know what it is. Everyone's yeah. like, oh, it's so like therapeutic and fun. But I'm just like, I, I don't. <laughs> I can't. Yeah. I don't know what it was. I, I just never really got into it. Yeah, like I think people have too high of expectations when they go into it right away. And right. it's something you really just have to like, it's almost better to just teach yourself because it's, you just kind of learn better that way. Right. It's the kind of thing where it's like, you got to just let it happen to you at <laughs> first. <laughs> like right. You, you sure. can't go in there if you're expecting to just paint beautiful things and mm-hmm. understand. And like, there is like a sort of physical talent to it, to understanding how paints can hit each other mm-hmm. and work and like how to paint on top of things and how you can get it to look a certain way with the certain tools. It's not all just one brush all the time. Mm-hmm. And if you just try and go in, you got your little bit of acrylics that you bought at Hobby Lobby. Yes, sir. And you got your little your little paintbrush and you're trying to paint some epic landscape and it's not working and mm-hmm. it's just so defeated. Maybe that, that's probably what happened to me as I was just oh. painting away and I was just like, this isn't looking how I want. Yeah. I just wanted to draw. Right. <laughs> Get me on a computer to do graphic design. I can do it there. <laughs> For sure. <laughs> But, uh, so yeah, you've, you've been painting for, how, how long, when did you like get into painting? Um, so the first, like, I don't know, like, I feel like paint's always kind of like been around in my childhood, but like, I never like was painting on like a canvas with a brush that didn't happen until like, I think high school, because that was one of my first classes had like an acrylic painting and I did some dope ass chameleon. (laughs) Like this was a great chameleon. Yeah. But like it was shitty, but I was like, well, if I do something that I actually like want to (laughs) paint, this is kind of fun. (laughs) Well, yeah, I feel like that's when most people find out the kind of art that they want to go in is usually like, a high school class that mm-hmm. they take and they're like, oh, I actually kind of like this mm-hmm. because as a kid, I feel like kids are the most just like, I want to do all art and be so creative all the time. And then middle school hits and everyone's like, Nope, stop mm-hmm. that. Don't mm-hmm. do that. Bad boy. Yeah. And so you have like this whole middle school phase of just really not doing anything. I think I, for all, all of middle school, I had one art class. I think I, yeah, I think I did too, honestly. And that was it. And I was like, okay. And then you hit high school and like you were actually given like some options. At least mm-hmm. I was uh, where I went to high school. Like there were multiple classes. Like there was an art history class. There was mm-hmm. like a painting. There was like a drawing class. Uh, I don't think there was any like sculpture classes or anything like that. But that's usually when people find the medium that they really like is yeah. in high school. Although for me, that I, I didn't find any medium in high school. I was just like, ah, I don't think I'm going to do art. And then I found out graphic design was a thing. There you go. <laughs> there you go. But uh, so what entailed with your BFA is you had to do a BFA show. Yes, sir. And I want to know how the process for that went because your show was fantastic. Thank you. You and like Indrid and everyone killed it. Like it was Thank you. amazing looking. And you didn't just do painting. You did like a huge sculpture in it too, mm-hmm. which was crazy looking. I love yeah. that thing. So- <laughs> Put me in the mindset of Tristan is just told that he has to make an entire yeah. BFA show. So what would have been the smart thing to do <laughs> was to like sort of develop like a constant portfolio where everything was under 
like the same kind of constrictions, but like you're still loose enough. But like I wasn't at that point. And oh, good. so <laughs> what a great point to be. No, yeah. <laughs> so like the fall semester of my senior year, I was having like a crisis because I didn't know like what direction I wanted to go in. But then once the spring semester hit, there was just something like, I think just the urgency that, <laughs> hey, dude, like, you got like By the way, three or four months. Better I'm get like, on that. <laughs> and so like, I think just knowing the circumstances, it made me like extra motivated and gave me just a lot of inspiration like i'm inspired by deadlines <laughs> yeah I, I don't know like i have like high expectations of myself but right. i'm not really good at like having a steady process and i think having that like leaning over me the whole semester just kind of just that was a stability curtain thing it was just like this is here and it's going to sit above your head and yeah, it's common for sure. Like, and like all the paintings that were in my show, like I did that semester, geez. like nothing was from any other year. Like I made like 12 pieces of work that were all very different in like Super four months. Different. Yeah. There, and it's crazy. Like you look at it and you wouldn't really imagine that, especially that, big ass sculpture mm-hmm. the fact that you made that in such that like that kind of time frame that's usually the kind of thing that someone like they take the year to make that do you want to hear some funny shit oh yes i do okay so like i think i made that in like four hours Tristan. <laughs> what how did you make that in four hours i was I think I chugged like two energy drinks. Just sitting and there I just, full of Red Bull. Yeah, I just locked. <laughs> I just locked myself in my studio, and that was originally going to be for my sculpture one project, <laughs> which it still was. It still was. I submitted that <laughs> while it was in my show. That's like, <laughs> like, where's your submission? It's like, uh, just go to my show. Yeah. Actually, that's it. Yeah, like, it's it's ridiculous. But what's even more ridiculous is I found a way to get credits in three of my classes for that piece because I also took very weird photos of it and submitted that for my photo one class. You milked that baby for all it was worth. And it had paint on it. So (laughs) Wait, you submitted that for a paint class? Well, like... My whole show is like painting, right? So like it still so kind of works. Counts. Yeah, it yeah. works. It counts. But I yep. felt like a little gremlin for doing that. <laughs> just like just point your like all your like submissions. Just point your teachers to your yeah. show. Like, um, actually, um, actually, I'm a BFA student. <laughs> all my stuff is in my show. Actually, yeah. I like I felt like a dick when everyone <laughs> was like in critique room and like around the building. I'm like. Let's go to the gallery. Did they ha- did they have to go to the gallery to critique yeah. your stuff? Oh my goodness, <laughs> Tristan! Everyone's like doing it like a normal person, and you're over yeah. here just like, just like right, stroking my go ego. To the gallery, right? Where we're going to see my BFA show. Right. Where I'm a BFA student, which right. is very selective. <laughs> <laughs> That's 
That's fantastic. Only you. I love it. Because like right next to you is like Indrid's piece. It's like mm-hmm. huge. Like that that giant quilt, which yeah. was so like epic. Mm-hmm. And then you have your show right next to it that you made and like <laughs> but like it still turned out amazing. And so yeah. like I love that. But some people really do just work like super fast mm-hmm. and like I talked about that on uh, the last creating crap with Craig uh, it's actually like a huge thing for graphic designers to and I, I'm sure this is the same for like all artists when you're charging for a piece mm-hmm. a lot of the times people have to decide between okay is this going to be an hourly thing or is mm-hmm. this just like a flat fee and for people who tend to work faster doing hourly is going to lose you a lot of money dude yeah yeah and so it's like like well it's like well, I can make that thing in two hours but right. it's not worth like you know two hours of work like yeah it's worth a lot more than and that and like that's why i've always kind of cut myself short like when selling pieces right like, people always give me shit for selling my work like way too cheap but i was going about about it that like hourly thing i'm like well if i'm thinking about it i put like six hours into this how much do i get paid at my job like right this and then much and then that and plus the supplies and i'm like that's the final that's price it. yep and people are like Dude, like, how fucking long did you spend painting that? Like, why is it so cheap? (laughs) (laughs) Well, there was one that I got from you uh, that I, I paid you more because Mm -hmm. I was like, I was like, Tristan, no, yeah, stop. This is not worth. (laughs) Like, this is worth a lot more than that. And you were like. No, I just made it really quick. It's yeah. fine. Like I was like, I don't care how fast you made it. What? <laughs> <laughs> it's fantastic. Yeah. But it's like, yeah, sometimes when you're a faster worker, uh, and y- you just gotta charge that flat mm-hmm. fee, and, and that really goes for any kind of work, really, whether that be painting, sculpture, graphic design, videography, like mm-hmm. photo work. Like, right. If you're just a fast worker, like it's totally okay to just charge a flat yeah. fee and not hourly. I kind of wish that's same sort of idea like went into the like common workplace real yeah honestly like, if you just show up to your job you have the checklist you do all the things the amount of you times should be able to leave there. Like, exactly <laughs> exactly like the amount of they'll just be sitting there i'm like oh, i already did everything yeah yeah it's like i and you're I just expected out. to be there Right. Even though you're not doing anything. like The amount of solitaire I play, yeah, that's insane. <laughs> the, there's some, statist- some crazy statistic about the people, like, people that just work in cubicles and, like, how much, like, actual work yeah. they do. Yeah, like, the <laughs> amount of work they do is, like, minuscule to how long they're actually there. Yeah. Because it's, like, a lot of this kind of stuff you can get done way faster. Right. But you have to be there the whole mm-hmm. time. And so, like... I, I can imagine if you were like a like an artist or something, and you're making a piece, and you were doing an hourly rate, like right. you're like, well, I really just have one more coat I gotta put on this really? thing. Yeah. But, uh... Oh my god, yeah, <laughs> dude, I could make any painting like a four year painting <laughs> if I'm using the same sentiment that I do to work just to pass the time. Like, I'll spend like four hours sleep, like sweeping, like one spot (laughs) i won't do that with my painting because that looks stupid (laughs) like you're just like so it's like oh how's the paint come along yeah like you're like you like show them the progress you're like wow you're like almost done it's like i'm gonna take like at least another month to put this last like blue yeah it's like dude you just need like four lines that's all you need it's like yeah but those lines need to be like those lines are so (laughs) important if they're not exact yeah the whole thing is ruined for sure (laughs) No, it's it it can seriously be like that. It's crazy. But uh 
real quick, our relationship was with performance art, mm-hmm. which and I'm not talking about like theater or anything like that. When when I say performance art, most people think of like a theater kind of thing. You were not a theater boy. Were you ever a theater boy? I was never a theater boy. And I feel like I should have been because I took too much pride <laughs> into like reading like plays for English class. Wait, you took pride? Like, what do you mean by that? Well, I didn't take pride. Well, like, I felt like I always gave you gave it your all. Like, too good of a performance. They were like when, like when we're just like popcorn reading. Everyone else is like, <laughs> they're like, but soft, what light through yonder window breaks? It is the east and Juliet and the sun. And like you're coming out like, Romeo, Romeo, where are thou, my Romeo? <laughs> I didn't do it to that extent, but no. I like had this moment in like middle school. I I had like English classes um, with my friend Dustin, and we would both like sit next to each other in class and just goof off. But like when we went up to like do the play, we're you're like, "You're all yeah, like <laughs> we're doing what we're supposed to do, but we're still like goofing around." So that's all. That's the best way to do it, honestly. Right. But like, I would have loved to have seen you as a theater boy. Yeah, that would have been a very different version of me. A very different Tristan. Yeah, I might, I might not have seen that Tristan. No. I might never have met that Tristan. No. But uh, no, we did performance art. Which, it, how would you, how would you describe what performance art is? I think performance art is any sort of like creative. In like live work yeah, or filmed work, yeah, I think a lot of people forget you can film it too, mm-hmm. and then also like that's performance art, right? Um, even you know, even if it, you're not seeing it there, right. it's still that. For me, it's always the idea that it's 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 physical art. Mm-hmm. It's like very human, and it's very like self mm-hmm. art. And it can be really therapeutic through that too, honestly. Like creating performance art can be a super therapeutic thing because it is so personal and all that kind of stuff mm-hmm. uh, that, you know, sometimes you don't really do on a canvas. You know, sometimes your canvas is really just, I want to make a cool looking guy. Right. Performance art isn't, you're not the cool looking guy. It's like, hey, nah. it's just you up there. Right. <laughs> Good luck, bud. Yeah. You can't really fool people looking at me thinking I'm a cool looking guy. <laughs> <laughs> no, you don't think someone's out there going like, yeah. Yeah, that's a cool guy. That's a cool guy. I want to be that guy. Not when we did our safety boys routine. No. No, you don't think anyone in the crowd was like, yeah, those are cool guys. Do you want to... Screaming at the top of their lungs. Do you want to explain safety boys? So we did a piece (laughs) that was called Safety Boys, and it was sort of a a mockery of performance security, performance, like, what would you call it? Like TSA stuff. Yeah, like it's not just real. Just making fun of like people in authority that have a sense of bossing people around and exactly. telling people what to do. Like the people who are just like taking their station way too mm-hmm. seriously, way too seriously. And mm-hmm. so the whole piece was us being these <laughs> safety boys walking around the gallery, like just screaming at people, like being like, "Hey, hey, you can't stand there, bud!" Like, like all that kind of stuff. It was fantastic, hilarious. We pissed off so many people. Yeah, we made people so mad. Yeah, like I was. I'll be honest. I was trying to keep up with like your energy. I was going for like, it most of the time. Like 
I could I'm tell. Like, I'd look over and you'd be like, you'd be like, oh, he's really going for it. What is like, happening? <laughs> it was like looking at your eyes and seeing like the cops from the Stanford prison <laughs> experiment having like a power <laughs> trip. And I'm like, that's what it felt like. Maybe Craig likes this too much. He's a little too into character. Yeah. Uh, no, but it was super ridiculous. Some people thought it was hilarious, yeah. but some people were pissed. And like, and that is still uh, to segue off of that art really is a lot of the time just about feeling and it's not always a good feeling mm-hmm. like if our our performance art teacher taught us anything it was like hey if someone walks away feeling something mm-hmm. even if it is disgust and hate mm-hmm. you did it like right. that's it you, you killed it because that's going to sit in their head and that's the whole like to me that's the point of art is to create feeling mm-hmm. and emotion whether that be like admiration, sadness, happiness, mm-hmm. anger, disgust, rage. That's that's art to me. And so a lot of your pieces uh like aren't always, you know, super happy go lucky pieces. Yeah. Like a lot of them are like this kind of almost Francis Bacon style like intensity that's just all this crazy colors that are hitting you and it's like this like it's 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 almost this like fucking look at me kind of mm-hmm. stuff it's so great thank you man yeah of course so yeah. like how how do you like even remotely come up with that stuff is it all just like in the moment or do you yeah it out? so along with the whole working fast thing i feel like i come in to a painting with like a certain feeling and like I want to portray that feeling in the piece. <laughs> so, like, how bougie can we get? Oh, right. <laughs> oh, so, um, the juxtaposition and all that. No, uh, so I have a certain feeling that I go into the piece, like, having, and, like, I don't really go back and work on stuff unless it's, like, really big. Right. So, I kind of just want to, like, get that one feeling intensified in one piece. And then maybe just kind of add on to that every once in a while or just call that it. Like Get in there, get it out, and then, like, be done with it. And mm-hmm. be like, yep, there it is. There's that feeling. Yeah, because, like, how am I supposed to, like, connect with something that I painted, like, two weeks ago? I'm like, I don't know, like, what kind of mind space I was right. in. Right. <laughs> like, if you're, if you're going into a painting and you're, like, just fucking, like... You were super pissed off at something. Mm-hmm. Like someone was just being an ass. You walk in there and you're like painting that, and you're like, yeah. And then you come in like the next day. You just had like a great day, and you're like, yes. oh, uh oh, hold on. Yeah. <laughs> you're like, Ugh. and I think honestly, a lot of times that can come across mm-hmm. in paintings when it just feels like, like, oh yeah, there was there was so much emotion in this, and then it kind of petered out. Mm-hmm. Yes, but uh, yeah, I can, I definitely get that. Um, real quick, you mentioned. Uh, making stuff in your studio I, I i'm always intrigued by this are you the type of person that works better when you're in like a creative space like mm-hmm. a studio yeah like uh i, I kind of suck at getting stuff done in my bedroom because i have like so much shit on my desk like i'll have my ps4 <laughs> my switch out just a bunch of distractions right yeah now. and like i'll be watching a youtube video but Definitely if I do have a space that's more kind of like condensed and kind of uncomfortable. Right. It's like you have no choice. Yeah. Like you're working on this thing. 
comfort is the killer of creativity. Interesting. So if you're not in, if you're in a space where you can just like hang out, lay down, you're not really gonna be motivated. I love that. That's great. I never even thought of that. mm -hmm. Huh. And it's, it's also the same sentiment when you're painting as well and drawing. Like if you're, if you fall into the same repetition, like you're getting comfortable. Right. And you start to peter out because you're not changing what you do. So you're getting comfortable. I like that. Ooh. Don't get comfy, people. If yeah. you're listening to this right now, stop Fuck being comfy. I like part of this philosophy was from this one artist I used to listen to and I just kinda took that to heart. Rock on. I, yeah. That kind of stuff can like honestly just come out of nowhere sometimes. Mm-hmm. Where you're like, Yeah, hold on, I really like this thing and mm-hmm. just like take it and it usually comes from like create like super creative people right and it's just like oh yeah no i love that i'm gonna take yeah. that to heart and use it i like have a whole list of things that i need to be like i have like a ritual before i paint Ooh, i'd love to hear about yeah. this well like it's not it's not like a do you slaughter a lamb yeah so like <laughs> i get a baby goat and like pray <laughs> now <laughs> um but I work better when I'm wearing shoes. What? <laughs> what? Hold on. What? <laughs> so part of the same comfort killing creativity thing, I oh. also like take the same thing. Like I need to pretend like I'm going to a job. So I'm going to be wearing like shoes and I'm going to be like wearing whatever I would be wearing outside just stuff that you would not wear. Like when you're like mm-hmm. just hanging out, like mm-hmm. dressed for like, be like, Nope, I'm going to, yep. I'm going to be not in like chill me. Mm-hmm. I got to be in work me. Yeah. Mode. And then just have a nice sip and beverage and mm-hmm. some, you're like, going out to a beach and like a parka, like you're like yeah. ready to get uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. You got like, like, like shoes on that are gonna be filled with sand. Oh yeah, <laughs> it's gonna be awful for sure. You're like, yeah, yeah, I'm not comfortable at all. Yes, sir. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Mm-hmm. Well, and uh, going off of that, some people can be just the opposite way. They're mm-hmm. like, like, nah, I just need to just be chilled mm-hmm. and relaxed. Dude, and I don't know how the fuck Frida Kahlo made paintings in her bed, dude. I don't know. I don't it's make crazy. anything in my bed. Hell really, no. my bedroom is literally just to sleep. Yeah, that's like, all I do in there. If I try to do homework in that, it's just not going to nope, happen. Nope, I'm gone. I, and I'm kind of, I'm really much that way with like work and stuff. I prefer to be at a job. I don't mm-hmm. really like working from home because of the yeah. fact that, and this, this definitely also comes in part because of my ADHD. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just, it's like a goddamn squirrel, like just yes. distraction, 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 you know, and I'm working on a PC that has all my games on it. And so mm-hmm. I'm like, ah. Yeah, <laughs> it's just all right there. It's at your all right there. Yeah, and that and that you know that that is kind of like a challenge for graphic designers is because we work on a computer and that computer has access to so many mm-hmm. great things. Mm-hmm. It's really easy to be like, ooh, but what if I just did a real quick game on chess.com? <laughs> right. right. <laughs> exactly. But yeah, I really like that idea of just getting yourself uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. So like in that same sort of vein, like w- what other kind of advice do you have for like maybe budding painters? Mm. 
Think deep and hard. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, yeah, like, set really low expectations for yourself. That's a good one, actually. Start drawing instead of painting. Like, stop thinking about painting as painting. Kind of like I was talking about earlier. Yeah. Like, if you just draw, like, an outline or so- of something, that's a painting. Yeah. You know? That's usually how I find uh, most of my creativity comes from, like, all my drawings and stuff and all my paintings and, like, all my creative works have never, I don't think they've ever actually been me thinking about something beforehand. Mm-hmm. A lot of the times it comes with me making just a strange shape yeah. and letting that go. Yeah, I'd never use references. No. I mean, like, that's not true, but... <laughs> right, because, well, like, when you start out, like... You're just like, I'm going to let this go. And then maybe you come to a point where, like, I really need the head of, like, a jaguar right right here. I don't know what that looks like, so I'm going to pull up that real quick. Yeah. But, yeah, like, most of my stuff is just cerebral and, like... That's what I love about it. Well, and then, like you said, like, you find a shape and then you work from that. Um, Different people gave me shit because when I would look at a piece for, like, a long time... I would always be like looking for the face. Yeah. Because I do a lot of like weird looking like creature people. And so um different like professors would be like, Hey man, like maybe try to change the subject matter. <laughs> Stop I'm like finding faces. I'm like, You're Damn. like I want to though. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> and then like I start looking at my pieces and then I have to ignore like what my brain sees. Yeah. I'm like, this just isn't working. So then I turn to references at that point. Right. And you're like, okay, hold on. I mm-hmm. can't. I, I keep seeing the same thing. Let me just look at something else for a second. Yes. Yeah. I, And it, it, it's very different. Like for me, a lot of the times I need references for my work. Like When I'm working on not stuff for myself, mm-hmm. a lot of the times I'm going to need references because people want like, I need this thing to look like this type of car or tree or mountain stuff like that and so you need very specific things so and for graphic designers we tend to look at references a lot because a lot of our stuff needs to be one-to-one right um but not always and i I want to implore to any graphic designers who are listening to this at all you don't always need to feel free to abstract stuff i think a lot of graphic designers get too penned in on wanting like trying to make the thing look like how it's supposed to be Mm -hmm. but if you can just let yourself abstract something with basic shapes right that's how uh, all my art that i make on my computer is shapes Mm -hmm. i all i just do basic shapes and i let that make the piece and like i think that also speaks to like the stagnation in like different kinds of graphic design yeah because everyone will be using the same references like they'll be referencing previous work that other people did or that sort of stuff but if you're making something that no one's done before yeah you can even see it in like corporate design right now oh, corporate designs oh, so fun it's so cold <laughs> it's so bad <laughs> so look at casey's so anyone who's listening to this at all who's not from like the midwest casey's is like a really popular gas uh gas station chain who makes great pizza mm-hmm. and i stand by that mm-hmm do you love Casey's Pizza? I love Casey's good. Pizza. Okay, good. I just there's some naysayers out there. Uh, Logan, do you are... love Casey's Pizza? Of course, I love thank, Casey's Pizza. Thank goodness. Yes. Wait, All which right. Casey's Pizza? Honestly, most of it's really good. We talking breakfast? Because that's that's hot. Their breakfast pizza. Okay, I hate breakfast pizza, except their breakfast Correct. pizza. Correct. It's so good. Mm-hmm. It's so good. Yeah. Uh, but like, 
look at their logo. The, it's just, it's letters now. Yeah. Like, the, it, it, sometimes the barn is still there, mm-hmm. but it lost that kind of lost charm, charm that it had. And, like, it, it, was, it was such, like, a, like, rinky-dink. Like, it was so dinky. Little, I, I don't know. Just I love it. It was like a crappy <laughs> barn. Yeah. Like with like the little rooster cool. on top and it was like red and yellow and right. like Casey's. And like, yeah, it looked kind of ridiculous, but that is what, but that's what, what made it stand out. Exactly. That's exactly. what made it fun. Yeah. But now it's just, Oh, it's red. Mm-hmm. It's just flat red mm-hmm. with a font. Yes. A script font. And that's all it is. Is there really a script font? Yeah, it's like a script kind of font, yeah. Is it um, like not like the same like what would the font type be like old western style that it was last time? Yeah, no, it's like let me let me pull up a picture of it real. I went to Casey's like today and I didn't Not all of them have like changed over yet, but like okay. uh okay, yeah. So if you look at uh, it's not script, I guess, but it's it's very, f- it's a brush kind of, f- uh, it's very f- like flowy and big and bubbly. Yeah, I was like thinking it was this one. The, oh, yeah. yep that that one <laughs> that was like their old one. It's it's Dude, uh, like what if what if they did like an old English font? Like, <laughs> old, like they wanted like a gothic font. <laughs> like it looked like some like tattoo shop. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, like their old font was like a serif font that was mm-hmm. like very classic Western kind of looking thing. Yeah. Can, I, can the non-artist chime in on this? You absolutely yeah. can. Because that's me, um, and I've been going to Casey's for years. And I, I, I agree with you that I feel like the redesign, it looks very clean. It's so clean. It's sharp. And it's cold and dead. It, do, <laughs> it doesn't say anything. And nothing yeah. at all. Doesn't say anything at all. At all, they they've lost their uniqueness. The mm-hmm. individuality of it is completely gone. And I understand wanting to update the logo and stuff, mm-hmm. but I think that went a little too far. Yeah, it went a little bit too far. Agreed. Also, side note, um, that lovely female voice you hear at the beginning of all of our podcasts, the L A S. Wait, this one. L A S. She was in a bunch of Casey's commercials. Hey. <laughs> yeah. So we, so we, she, her tagline was like, Casey's famous for pizza. Whoa. So we always wow. say that to her every time. Famous for pizza. You get a little bit of, you get a piece of trivia on this podcast. That's what some, we give you. Got some big names on the podcast. We got more some big know. names on this podcast. I'm voice, telling you. voice of Casey. What the <laughs> Casey voice. <laughs> I love it. That's silly. But yeah, like you see that a lot of times, like things just get a little too cold, a little too dead. Mm-hmm. That corporate kind of death to the fun yeah. part. Do you know what's also ridiculous? What is ridiculous, Tristan? I can't like point out a specific brand, but like I've heard a lot of people talking about it online. But there's like a specific like style to the way like corporate ads have like drawn like abstract people. Yes. Like all of them have like fat ass like bodies but yep. like skinny heads small little heads they're all multicolored like they're yeah. all like reds and blues and purples there's like and some name stuff. for it I there saw. is i usually just call it like the corporate design uh right but like there is a specific name for that yeah. style and it's so funny as i bring that up is i'm literally playing a game right now called going under where the mm-hmm. whole game is like in that style oh, like really? that's the point <laughs> is that you're in this like corporate world oh cool and so you all look like these like corporate that's tron funny. people it's so funny yeah uh but like yeah it it it, it, honestly it usually just starts with one person does it 
Yeah. And then it goes from there, which is something you can actually kind of see throughout like art history, really. Mm-hmm. Someone starts something. Dude. And they go from there. Do you know it's bullshit? What is? Hit it. You know what this all stems from? What does it stem from? It's my big conspiracy. Oh. Minimalism. God damn it. Fuck that shit. Those minimalists. Minimalism is like. <laughs> it's fine and all. Like, I get the, like, not wanting to own like a lot of possessions right because that's good because it makes you like not not a hoarder (laughs) right but when it's applied to a lot of art and a lot of graphic design it gets boring as shit it can get really boring because everyone's minimalist Yes. If everyone's minimalist, <laughs> then no one is minimalist. No one's minimalist. <laughs> and then they get simpler until every every company's just like a square or a triangle. It really is. When you think about, okay, think about all the companies their logo is just like a shape. Just yeah. one shape and that's it. Fucking Target. <laughs> it all starts with Target. Bring them down. Or like... Okay, but at least theirs is a target. Yeah, it makes sense. <laughs> like but, they get a pass. But like, like I I get it. Okay, <laughs> you want something that's recognizable, and people went to like, oh, let's get like very simple logo, but like get complicated with it. You look at all the like old ads for like the 1920s, like Coca Cola logos, or right. like all that shit. It's all like fancy, wispy. Fucking dope. Super people, fancy stuff. People hand-painted it. Like, oh, yeah. It was so cool. Well, and, like, even think about, like, billboards and stuff. Yeah. Like, my, so my papa, my grandfather, he was an artist, uh, and for a living he painted, like, billboards and signs for people. And he would always, like, he was, like, an amazing painter. He could paint, like, any animal, almost, mm-hmm. like, photorealistically. It's crazy. He was insane. Uh, but, like, just thinking about the artwork that he made for, like, signs and posters and all that kind of stuff versus now, it's so crazy. Yeah. And it wasn't even actually that long ago. It's crazy how, yeah. like, it quickly became this, like, super minimal thing. Right. Do you think we're going to see the upswing of that? Um, Not unless we have, like a primitive anarcho movement <laughs> where like we destroyed like modern technology destroy like, bring it down well, like, bring it all down I, I think that's also part of like what's been happening like everything's made on a computer right. and computers have very sharp everything's flat perfect lines and i think kind of what made a lot of those older logos special was that it wasn't perfect it wasn't perfect yeah. it was hand painted or are you trying to bring me down right now are you trying to take away my job? No. <laughs> but, like, maybe if there is more, like, drawing and scanning stuff in. Right. I don't know. Or even just using, like, you know, the drawing apps that are yeah. on there and hand-drawing the logo yeah. instead of, you know, using the perfect font that you Bringing buy. in the golden ratio, placing right. it on top of the template. And right. Going from there. Um hand draw your font don't yeah type it up that's right and and to a point i will say a lot of the times for a lot of graphic designers you're working on a very tight schedule because a lot of things end up being very last minute yeah because i think a lot of people overestimate how we can make things i'm never judging the graphic designers because the companies are telling them to like they 
they are telling people to design things a specific way. Yeah, absolutely. Like, all these like new logos, like they weren't made by some asshole that wanted to make a dumb logo. <laughs> like it was the company telling them to make the dumb logo. Right. Like I'm sure everyone that's made those like new like minimalist logos like hate it just as much as we do. I'm sure the person who made the Casey's logo like absolutely could make some amazing looking artwork mm-hmm. and stuff but Casey's and I was bet like they cry themselves to sleep at night. <laughs> they no, drive by Casey's <laughs> they're like it's so dull. Uh, I'm just part of the machine. Why they like listen to this and like I liked that. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But okay. But it, also like somebody got paid. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. It's really it, it, at the end Dude. of the day it's like well, you want to pay me. Dude, like I would take like a paycheck this. to just like type of like I will put a circle on a piece of paper for a thousand dollars. For yes. real, I'll do it for a yeah. hundred dollars. Absolutely, I will give you that logo, mm-hmm. uh, and I will smile the whole way. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's it's interesting how minimalist. I mean, how minimalism has affected like modern art, mm-hmm. and and someone who like enjoys minimalism a lot of the time, I enjoy very specific yeah. minimalism. Yeah, a lot of the times. People, when they think of like minimalism and art, they think of like the really like white canvas, yeah, right. The white canvas that has like a red square on it in Mm -hmm. the corner, and that is it. Mm -hmm. Uh, but for me, it's like, hey, let's take something and simplify it down. There's still something there, but we've simplified it like Mm -hmm. past abstraction. This is now pure simplification, right? It's minimal, right? But uh, yeah, some people go a little bit too far. And think they're making the next Mona Lisa. Yes. And uh, <laughs> and, and before we 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 hop out of here, that's a, that's actually a topic I want to get on. Let's let's end it on the topic of modern artists and the people who are in galleries right now. What what do you think of a lot of like? Uh, let's let's address the elephant in the room. What do you think of the banana taped on a wall? The banana taped on the wall is just some like Marcel Duchamp shit. Yeah, it's like artists, a joke kind of thing. Artists right? have been doing it for years. They've been doing that all the time. Like, props to the dude. Like, no one else taped a banana to a wall first, and he got his money. <laughs> he did. He peaced. But, He's like, like hey, I'm good. Yeah, I'm not gonna blame the artist for doing that shit. It's the people that buy it. It's like yeah. y- you're dumb. <laughs> and like the. The reason a lot of people hate on modern art is because, like, dumb rich people pay for it. Yeah. Like, there's so much good modern art. There's so much good contemporary artist right now. There is. You just have to be, like, looking for it and not going to just see what's the most uh, paid artist right now. Who is the most... Like who's the new shit? Right. Who's who's buying stuff? Like, stop looking at just the people who are making the headlines because mm-hmm. chances are the reason they're making those headlines is because they made something absurd. Mm-hmm. Like I, I think a lot of people just look at those artists who made something stupid and mm-hmm. made a lot of money off of it, and they're like, "That's what art is today." Yeah, N- no, buddy. Yeah, it's, it's not for like, sure. It's it's not at all. Yeah. And like people say the same shit about music too. It's like, oh, you, music, yeah. music today sucks. It's like, no, it doesn't. It doesn't. What are you listening? To? <laughs> yeah, like you're just listening to the stuff that sucks. Yeah, <laughs> it's like 
I've I've heard some of the best music of my damn life that came oh, out yeah. like last year or like a year before that. Like amazing stuff. And but people would be like, oh well, it's like oh, I, I guess people are just gauging that off of like the popularity of stuff. They um, really do, and it's just like you're ignoring all of the good stuff to mm-hmm. hate on like the one thing that's popular that you don't like. Right. And you're like, that's, they've ruined music. Mm-hmm. It's like, no, you you just don't like that kind of music. Right. Your genre that you do love is still making music. Yeah, like, for it's sure. Like, what? People are dumb, dude. <laughs> it's so dumb. <laughs> Tristan, where can people find you at? People can find me on Instagram at taco. One word, and I am. <laughs> What's so funny? <laughs> I love it so much. <laughs> uh, and then, and then that's uh, not real. <laughs> it's a hundred percent real, isn't it? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And then, um. If you want to, I'm going to be releasing an EP soon with my friend Harrison. Yes. And you can follow the Instagram page for Tickle Pants and the Fuck, all one word. (laughs) You're coming in here. You're coming in here with fucking... It's hammer fist taco, all one word. This was a treat. I loved talking to you. I love talking about artistic stuff with artists and just vibing, having yes, a sir. good time. And again, shout out to all our patrons. Thank you so much. I'll see you again in like a, a month. Are we like singing the like outro thing again? Do you want to sing the outro thing again? I don't know when it comes up in the song at all. I like we might have missed the boat. I actually purposely skipped it because I thought I could do like a clean like oh, thing. So we're draw like, attention. Look at you. So so we're uh, like ruining. We've that. ruined it. We like ruined the. We've like, ruined the. Yep. We could make up a new part to the song. <laughs> Ooh yeah. Oh shit. My I love this song. Okay, it's so it's real good. It's so good. Creating crap with. Craig, <laughs> we're making stuff. crap with crap with Craig. Crap Okay. Speaking of crap, crap Craig. Thank you, everyone, so much for listening. Crap with Craig. I'm still gonna punch you. <laughs> Thank you, everyone. All right, I will talk to you next time with a new guest. Thank you, Tristan, for being here. Thank you. Thank you, Logan, for producing this, and thank you for listening. Peace out, everyone. Creating Crap with <laughs> Do you own Hammerfist Taco as a URL? Yeah. Okay, good. Wait, you need yes. to. Well, like.
not as a URL, but I have that username on like everything. You need to snatch up like, hammerfisttaco.com. I mean, like, just search that on other shit if you want to like stalk me on like Steam or Find Twitter him. or something. Find him, search him out. Find Grab me. him. Find him on the streets. And just grab him and go, yeah. ah, minimalism! Yeah, if you <laughs> see a guy that looks like Napoleon Dynamite with a septum <laughs> piercing, That's... that might be me. It... <laughs> I hate that that's So, true. like, take I that person that so and, true. like, shake them and you have a pretty good chance it might be me. I, f- <laughs> I, can't, I can't believe I'm meeting you. I feel like you're this, like, imaginary person. He's Aww. not real, actually. I actually made him before we came over it. Yeah, I, I, I'm i like his son. It's like a Frankenstein kind of thing going yeah. on here. You need to oh. buy hammerfisttaco.com Absolutely. before somebody else does. Please do. I will. Yes. <laughs> it's, right. it's available. It's $20 for a year. Oh, shit. You just got to buy it. I, Perfect. Because if you don't buy it, I'm going to buy yeah. it. Do you have $20 well, that you can get every year? Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I could probably, we could probably scrape up twenty. You could probably scrape up a twenty real quick. <laughs> oh, I love yeah, it. I'll, I'll like probably find like a twenty on the bus like at once every <laughs> year. Like, I can keep that URL for one more year, baby. This will keep me going. Yeah. Okay, let's move on. Yeah, this is actually post <laughs> this is the end of the show. <laughs> the end of the show. Weird. We'll find a way to put that in somewhere. We will or I will? You will find a way to put that in somewhere. <laughs>